When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Righto, team, you know I absolutely love the netball. I commentate it for SENZ. I do lots of interviews on the netball. We had Phoenix Karaka, who I thought was very open and honest with us earlier this week. But New Zealand, I'm worried. We've got a lot of players on training contracts. We've got uh, signed full players into the Australian competition. We've got players on sabbaticals, players taking leave, players failing fitness tests to make the Silver Ferns. And we've just finished third of fourth and against the team in Uganda, who, yeah, they've got they've got a little bit of ability, but we should be smashing them. And we're not. The Aussie team always looks supremely fit, athletic, and we don't. And I'm concerned. Should I be concerned? Yvonne Willering, thanks for joining me. <laughs> well, you sound depressing there. <laughs> but, yeah, you're absolutely right in everything that you said there, you know. And we've got a situation now. The Silver Ferns, they talk about a four-year cycle. But I still believe, and I've said it so many times, that the development work should be done at a level beneath the Silver Ferns. And they went into that Nations Cup with players that uh, were, you know, uncapped. And they, they can say, yes, we performed really well. We improved with every game. But, you know, in the past, we've always competed compared ourselves to Australia. And this time against Australia, we lost 63-50. And, you know, and people go, yeah, yeah, but in the Constellation Cup, we won two games. But surely every time the Silver Ferns get out on the court, there is an expectation of performance and results. And at the moment, we're not getting them. I'm with you. Like this cycle, and, and we've seen it in rugby, and you know, it's, we've even had all black coaches look, it doesn't matter if you lose, you know, we've got to win at the World Cup, and we didn't. I want every international test to be must win. I don't want the dilution of all of these other tournaments and, and, and internationals and Constellation Cups. Don't dilute those, they are the pinnacle. Win them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that one. You know, and you've got a paying public that has that expectation as well. You know, if, if we you know, if we perform to our best of ability and we don't make it, well, that's one thing. But you know, consistency is still a factor. I mean, Dame Nolene Taro, how many changes did she make during the games? And she doesn't normally do that. But they were they weren't tactical changes. These were changes that needed to be made because what she put out on court wasn't working. So you know, the players have to take a, a lot. Of responsibility for that as well and it would have been interesting to have heard Phoenix Carrick on the subject that's for sure Tapai Selby Rickett Emilia Nicanasio Jane Watson all had leave or sabbaticals I don't know of another international team maybe maybe New Zealand football um, surely putting on the black dress and representing your country internationally should be the pinnacle um, they're all going to turn out for ANZ Premiership That it, it's probably incorrect but it's you're forced to think they're more connected to their premiership side than the New Zealand side. 
Yeah, you know, and we talk about family, and yes, family is very important, all this, but they also are professional athletes and get paid to to be that. So, yeah, it, it's an interesting one. With Australia, if a player takes leave, the chances are it's going to be hard for her to come back, but that's not the case, obviously, within New Zealand. And we do talk, you know, when we're not successful, we do talk about the players still back here that are eligible to come back in. But, you know, every team has had players leave them. I mean, England, yeah, they performed reasonably credibly until the final, um, you know, and, and they've had they've had withdrawals, uh, mentors gone, Guthrie's gone, and Harton wasn't there. So you can talk about these players, but it's about the team at the time. Now, if you know, and and if they're not strong enough, that means that they just haven't had the the performance. And I just think at the A and Z at the moment isn't up to it because we play each other three times and the occasional loss doesn't matter because going into the finals, we saw it last year, mm. you know, you can have three or four um, losses and you still can be there. So I don't know. We, and also our intensity certainly is not the same as it is in Australia. The other concerning thing was they went back into camp, was it the end of December, early January, and they had the fitness uh, benchmarks oh, they yeah. had to hit. Peter Toyava, Tiana Maturo, Alia Dunn, Maya Wilson, all missed. Australia have yep. the same fitness requirements. They all hit it out of the park, and, and, and our girls don't. It does my head in. And, yep. and Dame Nolene was widely criticised for not putting Peter Toyava in that team to go north because of her connection with Grace Nwicky. But if you're not fit enough, you don't get picked. Yep. Look, she has got these these things in place, these rules in place, right from the start. You know, and yeah, is she going to deviate from that? No, she's got a reputation to uphold, and players know where they sit. Is it you know, is it too high? No, it's not. It's attainable for some of the players. And uh, I spoke to a couple of them, and they said it was just a timing factor. And had we had another opportunity, we would have passed it. Um, yeah, whether play, whether those players are on the morning that they came into camp had another chance. Yeah, um, I think that at the time, I think Dame Nolan was really peeved off with him. Mm. And I was so disappointed. And I totally understand that. If you know what the criteria is, you front up at least, you know, having that, that in place and then putting the performance in. So already she had six players that she could not, did not have the option of selecting for the team. So, you know, that's always difficult. And then, and I only found it out recently, is that even when they were over there, uh, they had a couple couple of injury concerns so that's why the training partners ended up coming into the team but credit to her at the time she only named 11 players in the team mm. because she uh, you know like well like you and I she believes that yeah, the silver fern it's got to be earned it's not as of right and at the moment and I agree I think it's not about leaving players out but who to put in and that's really a sad situation because um, yeah you've, you've got to really strive to be there and you've got to be the best. In the, the Australian competition, we see that uh, Jamie Hume has signed as a training partner for the Swifts. Now, that's to do with her teaching. Um, there's a shortage of teachers in Australia. They get paid very well in Australia, so she's yep. taking that opportunity. She's a training partner. Gina Crampton's a training partner. Ali Temu's a training partner. Sammy Winders has got a full contract. So there's four um, current slash recent, and one of them a captain, Silver Ferns, going over to Australia and play. Should we be concerned, or is this just a coincidence that it's, that it's all four at the same time? 
Uh, it's probably a bit of a coincidence because all have very valid reasons for going over there. Mm. Should we be, be concerned? Absolutely, because it isn't good for our league here. Um, you know, but I certainly think that like Winders and Timu and Gina Crampton, if she chooses to come back to the Ferns, they will come back as stronger players. And don't forget the ruling is in place that you, if you're vying for a Silver Ferns selection, then you must play in that year's ANZ competition. So obviously none of those players will be eligible this year, but there's uh, certainly like an Ali Timu, for instance, can come back in later years. But, you know, my, my concern is that it's going to turn the ANZ into a development league rather than an elite competition, which is what we really want. And you have a look at our import players. In, in the past, our import players, particularly when we were playing against the Australian sides, our import players were leading players. They were named players. They are no longer named players, and they are players that didn't get a contract either in Australia or in England, and then they've come over to us. So, you know, that, that situation's all, all turned around. And it's interesting you spoke about intent and uh, honestly, and I've been there. I've been in the uh, Australian Suncorps. Uh, uh, in fact, I've had something to do with all the teams way back in the past. And it's the intensity is so different. We talk about intensity here at training, but no, nah, with Australia, it is. It, it, it's like it's very, very competitive for, play, for playing positions out on court. Everyone is striving to be that out on court, whereas we generally tend to know who our starting lineups are in the ANZ competition. And there was a situation, for instance, I was over there and uh, I, I was doing some defence work and I thought everything was going fine and we were doing some half-court stuff. Then Shani Layton, who was playing for Swiss at the time, came to me and said, can we now do this at full intensity? And then I fully appreciated <laughs> just what that other step up was. And then when I saw it, you know, in a what you call a realistic match play, I'm going, yeah, that's what training should be all about. Certainly about learning, you know, and you don't start off at, at that full pace. But at some stage, yeah, you've got to put into action out on court. And they're very good at doing that. And uh, I think these players that are going over there will really enjoy it and will get a lot out of it. Laura Langman was so suited to the Australian way. Mm. because she was so demanding not only of herself but you know of those around her and uh that experience, she was always going to come back because there are exceptions to the rule when she was over there. Same with Falau. We called them back and uh, they, they were there. And boy, without those two experienced players, we wouldn't have won that world championship. Bang on. Last thing I want to talk to you about, Yvonne Willering, join mm. us. Uh, the coaching progression. Um, I've sat <laughs> back and I've watched with interest every ANZ Premiership coach has had a stint with Dame Knowles. Yeah. I think, and this is my personal view, I think of it McCausland Jury's probably the next cab off the rank, but she stepped away from netball. Let's hope not long term. She's brought in an Australian assistant on this latest uh, venture north, and people saying, Why didn't she give the premiership coaches a crack? Well, she has. I'm concerned about our depth. There's not a lot of rotation in our coaches, not a lot of changes. Uh, I'm very delighted to see uh, Hoochie Selby Ricketts going to be an assistant in um, Christchurch. Mm -hmm. I think she's a, a coach of the future. Are you concerned if Nolene does say, look, I'm done, uh, that's me, are you concerned yep. there's quite a big step back? 
Yeah, and, and I'm sure the ANZ coaches are saying, well, you know, I, I'm up to it, and it's about giving uh, coaches opportunities, just like we give players opportunities. And I understand that one, absolutely. But, you know, she has given all these ANZ coaches uh, opportunities, uh, whether it's an assistant role or an apprenticeship role, but that's a totally different setup. Um, and in those times, there was still a lot of learning to be done by those coaches, and that was happening from Nolene Taurua. So her focus was certainly on the team, but also in part on those coaches. The reason she probably made the change and took the Australian was because she really wanted to focus on the Nations Cup and also, obviously, where she sat in the whole uh, equation of it. And yes, she has left it now until after the Nations Cup to decide. And I'm incredible that because really her focus was very much on that Nations Cup. Who's going to be a successor? Yeah, it's, it is a concern. And I've said, even if she uh, no longer wants the position, uh, and certainly I can't see her doing it for four years, you know, I, we sort of spoke about it, and she could either take a two-year contract, or if she really felt she could no longer really contribute to the debt that is required for the Silver Ferns, then I would see her stepping back slightly, still being involved with the Silver Ferns, though, and then bring on someone in, and even if they go as co-coach, but not not, not bring in someone as an assistant coach, give them far more responsibility. And like you indicated, I think Yvette is probably the, the top selection because of where she sits and she has an international experience. Yes, Kerry Wilson's had uh, international experience, but yeah, I think overall uh, they're still relatively inexperienced coaches. None of them have had sort of a, uh, like a three or four year stint where they've been a winning coach throughout. Those are the coaches that we tend to promote into into the top roles. So I still would like to see um, Knowles uh, stay involved in some capacity because, you know, she's put structures in place. Appreciate it isn't just about coaching the ferns. It's also about putting different structures in place. And you want that to continue and actually just for that to grow rather than start afresh. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting week and everyone's certainly checking out to see what's happening there. Mm. Brennan, Yvonne Willering, always enjoy talking to you. Thanks for chatting to us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks, I'll tell you. Boy, is it. Yvonne Willering there, our Silver Ferns legend. We'll be back shortly.